Christy, do you know who this pod is brought to you by? Just Right Readers. I hope you guys by now have visited their site and asked for samples and to speak to Sarah or someone on her team to get these books in your kids' hands. I mean, they are truly... I really do think that they're the best decodables on the market. Absolutely. And I love them not only because I keep getting free samples from them and I can use them with my daughter, <laughs> who is a reluctant reader. Like legitimately the definition She's of. The definition of reluctant and reader. She has memorized all the colors and sometimes she'll try to pull one over on me, like bring me a orange book, which is short mouth. And I'll be like, girl, put it back. We're in the, we're in turquoise now. <laughs> But so she knows, like, there's a continuum. She knows and, the continuum. And she also probably feels, like, that sense of accomplishment that she's actually progressing yes. through the continuum of phonics. Yes. And it's really great because her school can sometimes send us home with those leveled readers. Oh. And those are not as clear for her or me to know how she's progressing through them. Well, because they were a lot of memorizing and using yep. the three cueing system. Right. And we know that that's not best for readers. It's not best. But Just Right Reader, they have actual decodable text. They're 90% decodable and they follow a continuum so you know that the text is protected and it's right for the kid that you're, yep. that's reading them. It fully aligns with science of reading research. We recommend you sharing their website, even with district leaders. Even if you're just a classroom teacher hearing this, please share this with a curriculum director in your district because these books will transform your reading experience. All you've got to do to get that free sample is go to www.justwritereader.com and be sure to tell them that the modern principal sent you. Hey, Karen, have hey, you yeah. ever, when you were principal, um, spent like all Sunday creating PowerPoints, agendas, handouts, um, oh, for you know PD it. for the week? My back was broken <laughs> after that day. So yeah, we've both been there where we've spent like been an there. entire weekend preparing professional development for the following week for our teachers. And, and even sometimes teachers are like, well, that was okay. Yeah, yeah. Like and it's, it's not just, like it moved the needle. Nope, nope. But this is why we love working with peer-driven PD. Yep. They find some of the best teachers in the country, film them talking about their tips and techniques that work, and the teachers can access them on any computer at any time, at any, yeah, it's on like any your, topic. Yeah, your school can get, or your district can get, like, a subscription. Yep. All of your teachers can get logged in. They can watch them at the same time. Right. It's essentially, like, master class, but for teachers. And it's zero prep from you. You could have your staff gather in their PLCs, take notes about implementation items, or even bring the whole staff back together and everybody share out one action step they're going to use tomorrow. It's that easy. To create relevant, meaningful, and impactful PD for your staff. So head over to www.peerdrivenpd.com and tell them the modern principal sent you and you'll get 15% off and you will not regret it. Awesome. www.peerdrivenpd.com. Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Karen. And welcome to The, the modern, modern Principal. Our platform is geared to three different kinds of school leaders. The potential principal, the, the practicing principal, and the post principal. And that's why we created this podcast. It's short, sweet, and right to the point. Tackling a new topic sent in from our listeners each week. We look at that scenario through the lens of scholar, the research, system, sustainability measures, and soul, the heart of the matter. All the while, hopefully making you laugh and keeping it real. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining, joining us. us. Hey, Karen. Hi. How's it going? So good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I just realized I did not think about witty banter at all. Mm. And so I have no good stories to tell you. Zero. None. I, um, so you know that our family, we've been going roller skating a lot. Yes. Um, as part of our quest to be humans on the weeknights and get out and get active and not just That's sit how on. you have fun. You were saying you were looking for ways to have fun. 
how yeah, to play. I think what's hard, because that is one of my goals, like for people who don't know, one of my goals is like to figure out how to like play as an adult. Like, yes. I don't know. And she doesn't know how to relax. I don't. And so I don't so really she has to read about it. But I think what's, <laughs> <laughs> but I think what's hard when you have kids is that nothing's that, relaxing. That doesn't feel nothing's like play relaxing. because like I am always keeping my eyes on them and making sure I know where they are yes. and they're falling and they want me to help them a lot. So that's not, no, things with children are never yeah. relaxing or <laughs> playful. But so anyway, we've been going a lot and um, we're at one of the rinks and I keep making eye contact with this kid. Like looks like they're about in middle school. Hmm. And I'm like, I think I know that kid. Like I think they were my students. So I went over and because they, again, were like, and they also waved at me. Okay. Right? And so I go over and I was like, Hey, I said, I, I feel like I know you guys did. Was that your principal at one point or, you know, teacher or something? And they asked if I had been the principal at blah, 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 middle school. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, last year. I was like, no, no. like in by the, like they didn't look 17. Um, so anyway, finally figured out I was their summer school principal. One oh, summer. Nice. So I just had them, you know, for a quick month, a couple years or whatever in the summer and what was funny is so that like then they're like excited they start telling me everything that they've been doing blah 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 and then they start um reporting on other students at the skating rink to oh. me <laughs> and like wanting me to address the problem oh my gosh that's good and I was like oh okay okay yeah guess what it's not my that's good not my circus that's good have fun kids <laughs> Uh, that reminds me, we, um, I want to tell a funny story about a student that I get to pop around in my new job. I get yep. to pop around to all the different schools and it's really great. The, what we're going to talk about this today, but one of the perks of me leaving the principalship by being in the same district is I'm still connected to kids because oh, I was yeah. there for so long. Yeah. So I know the ones at the high school and the middle school and everything. So I was at the middle school and there was a kid that, um, she wanted to let me know that the other student in the class that was challenging when we were all in the same grade, when, back when they were at school with me, um, was still up to his old antics. Oh, yes. Making sure you knew that. And she yes. wanted me to know, she wanted me to go ask him about his recent suspension. <laughs> and so I said, what do you mean? She's like, just go ask him why just he ask, got suspended. Just ask. So I walk over to him and I was like, hey, bud, I heard you got suspended. What's happening? And he goes, well, you know, we have this dress code we have to follow. <laughs> And uh, it's fine, except for some of the teachers don't always follow it. And so I made my own notepad of violation slips, mm -hmm. and I've been passing them out to the adults <laughs> <laughs> and writing what I think they're doing incorrectly and how they should fix it. I said, I... well, while you're creative and innovative, maybe your approach was not the best. <laughs> Anyways, it just reminded that would, me of... That'd be hard for me to be mad at. I mean, no. I talked to the principal. He's like, he didn't get suspended. Was, we just had a conversation. But all the kids thought he did, and that was fine. Great! Oh, Anyways, kids are crazy. Funny. That's so cute. Is it cute? Those are the world changers. We're ready. All right, this week, our scenario. Um, we get we get asked this a lot, too, especially now that we've both left the building principalship. Yes. Um, this is all about kind of how do you know when you're ready? And so this person says, the principalship is starting to lose its sparkle for me. I think I'm ready for the next step in my career, but not sure how I know I'm actually ready. How interesting that it ever had a sparkle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and kidding. that is from Burnout and Bel Air. Burnout and Bel Air. <laughs> 
That's the only bean West name I can think of. Born and raised. Okay, so yes, Christy and I, for those of you that don't know, have transitioned from the building principal mm-hmm. role to different roles in education. Yep. I am within my same district in the central office in the HR department. Yep. And I'm doing education research and education improvement specialist with them. With a private like a, company. Yeah, with a private company. Yeah. So we're both still involved, but we both left the principalship at the exact time. We, same yeah. time. Yeah. We did While same having here. a platform called the Modern Principal. Uh-huh. Um, so neither one of us think we're not connected to principals anymore. So, I mean, we're still very connected. Yeah. Yeah. Still probably one of my favorite jobs I've ever had. But we both have different, very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and mindsets, I guess. And I think that we're also doing our dissertation on principal succession planning as a part of mm-hmm. that work. We've done a ton of research on, on burnout. And so the burnout in the principalship is real. So if you are experiencing oh, it, <laughs> you're burnout, not alone. Burnout and, in any profession of which you are serving others yeah. is is burnout. And I think too, in my current role, I get to talk to principals all over the country, um, at at least weekly, a lot of times daily though, getting to talk to principals from all over the country and everyone is experiencing the exact same thing. Are you ready for some stats? I'm ready. You know, you're not alone. We actually get this question a lot about like, I've been thinking about it. How's it going? How's life on the other side? Mm -hmm. And we're going to have, we have a pot on that next week. So, but here it is. 42% of principals have thought about leaving since the profession, since COVID. Since COVID. Yes. And half of principals leave, be- leave the building before they hit year five. Yep. So over half of principals don't stay in a building past five years. And we know that Not that, necessarily leave the profession, right. but do leave the building. But, and we know that that stat is the same for teachers and that. And teachers leaving in that um, magnitude yes. still causes a lot of problems. But think about the amount of things that a principal puts in place and the influence we know that principals have on so many people. And yes. when they're turning over that quickly, that's hard. When principals turn over, it almost always has a negative impact on student achieve- achievement, on staff culture, and on teacher retention. Yep. Like, almost always negatively impacting the school community, pauses the goals, makes people take steps backwards. Progress is stilted. Sorry, we keep getting interrupted. Yeah. So, how do you know? You don't like uh, when I go off script and talk about... No, because I just take it out. Why? (laughs) That's like the best part. When we like dialogue you were just talking about how you watch a listen to a pod you watched a pod i listened to a pod today the two girls did not have any rhythm they just no, didn't they like, no like each other it was really bad and we have great chemistry <laughs> only when you let me go off book off script okay let's go but how how do you know Anyways, principal burnout is real don't be mad about it don't feel like you're failing no it's a good first step i think that is a good first step and i do think that we both have said, and we said this in the last pod, yes. that being removed from the principalship, even for a short while, gave a little breathing room yes. to think about, wow, I don't know that I prioritize the right things or stressed about the right things. Yes. And, um, it brought that 10,000 um, foot view mm-hmm. of where I would put different priorities in place. Yeah, I and- perseverated probably on some of the wrong things. Yes, and I took on too much of the wrong stress. Yeah. But I don't know if you could get that clarity until you leave it. I would Like, agree. we could tell you what that is, but I don't think it'll change anything. I don't think it would either. <laughs> so, good luck. Yeah. Anyway, so, so this one's harder to do, like, system and souls. Yeah. Christy's system. Oh, this was my system, guys, that I typed into our note sheet. You can read she it. She said, mm-hmm. what's something you can do now as a system? 
start asking people who have left if they like what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, guys, obvi. Obvi. So, YouTube. <laughs> That's all you need to do and you're Just welcome. ask someone, like, do you like what you're doing? Come, no, you're not a principal. Come back from work. Oh, I'll quit, too. <laughs> come back from work for your tips. <sighs> oh, lordy. Okay, um, so this is one thing I did think. Okay. I think it's really important to have a moment of your self time and really think about, is it the building? Is it the district? Is it the role? Or is it the profession in general? Is it the position, the profession, the district, or the building? I think that's a really important distinction to make because Mm -hmm. I think that the principalship can look so vastly different in different districts under different leadership. Yep. Um, Even in different buildings. Yeah. Is the principalship ever easy? I cannot imagine. I've I've not heard one principal say that the job is easy. Right. Um, However, I do think when you think about that job demand resource model, different districts and different leaders in different places have different resources that make the demands different. Right. Exactly. So, so it's really important for you to think about that. And maybe that is an opportunity to start. Try it. So try a different district building before leaving the mm-hmm. profession. Maybe even a level elementary or high school or yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah. What are your other wise systems? Well, that one was mine. Very wise. Um, I think that um, kind of similar to what you just said, and this was actually one of yours, is if oh. you're feeling stagnant in your role, um, can you take on something like a new challenge yep. in your current place where you currently are? I think that is a really good idea yep. to consider, especially if you're feeling stagnant. If you're not, I've done that a few times in my career. Mm-hmm. Like when I was feeling a little stagnant as a teacher, I was either going to leave the profession mm-hmm. or I needed a new challenge. So that's when I started getting my principal degree. Yep. And then same here. I didn't necessarily feel stagnant. It was COVID and I'm insane. And so are you. So we started getting our doctorate. Mm-hmm. So getting a new degree is always like a good mm-hmm. challenge to take on because it also connects you with different people. And you get to hear about different districts that's what, experiences. That's what I was going to say too, is that it, and it exposes you to that next level to see if, oh, is central office something I would like to do? You know what yep. I mean? Like it exposes you to those different And levels. prepares you if it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing a system to start doing is start networking. Um, yes. When you start to think through that, okay, is this a district thing, yep. a building, uh, or do I need to leave the profession? You better start thinking about how you're going to network and meet people while there are a lot of opportunities out there. Um, everybody says, right, there's not enough workers. There's not enough workers. There's yep. so many job opportunities out there you're still probably going to have a level of job that you're going to want to get and a certain income and benefits level, I would imagine. Yep. And to get some of those types of jobs, you will probably want to start networking. Yeah. And I will say, so I I followed a lot of TikTokers that were like, oh my God, I've doubled my salary by doing ABC and like teachers and principals are so marketable because we have all these skills. While I don't disagree, there's a difference in what we do managerial wise in principal level, hiring, um, evaluating, budgeting, all of those, even HR to some degree are like, I don't want to say watered down because they're not at all. They're just different. And someone who has a degree in business might have different skills than we do coming from, even though we managed a giant budget. So you just have to start thinking through that, like, yes, you have skills, but you have skills in this silo of education. And so thinking about how to get the expanding lens Mm -hmm. of what it looks like outside of education is really important because it is different. It is different. And I think that 
you know, we'll talk more about this next week in terms of how to network for that next role. Cause really this week is all about how do you know you're ready to yeah. leave? And that is one way start networking, um, and being intentional about setting up little conversations with people who you do know who, who have left or moved to central office, that sort of a thing. Well, and I'll tell you when I left and we'll talk about this more next week, but like when I left the school, I honestly felt like a deer that was like learning how to walk on its legs, mm -hmm. you know, like I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how an office operates because I've only worked in schools, like yep. literally, literally like, and schools operate differently. And I literally, like, I felt like I was ice skating as a baby chair. A little fun that went, that just metaphor. laid out on that ice because I just wasn't used to it. Um, I think the other thing is, I think, I think our system's been good, but I think finances is a big one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine. And the risks that you might be willing to take. I think we get a lot of folks too, who are mm -hmm. in our DMs and they're considering like opening like their own like consulting company or something social media. Or some, yeah. Something like that. Um, you can take it from two people who've been doing this for how many years? Three, 17, four. but like social, no. the social media and that kind of 44. Thing. For, I think four years. Um, um, no, I think that we don't make a lot of money. You, yeah, it, it's truly a job, and um, and even when we treat it as truly a job, like yes. a second job, it you just don't really make a lot of money. I have a friend who <laughs> did do is very successful in the social media blogging world, and it took her about five to six years of full time work before she could pull a salary. Yeah, that was comparable to what she was doing before. Yeah. So it does you risky. And and obviously that's just the social media side. If you know more about consulting or maybe you already have like, Hire you us. know, a I'm revenue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just so you know, it's not like a quick, quick money maker. Yes. Um, when did you know, Karen, that you were ready? Um, like I said, we've been getting our doctorate and that kind of, so I'll say it was twofold. Like I was not willing to leave the the position until I knew I was going to go into a position uh, was more right. That was what I wanted my next step to be. Yeah. So I will say that my health and my mental health were struggling hardcore. Do you guys remember for about <laughs> a year and a half of our podcast, like probably the first full year? Um, do you ever remember listening to us? <laughs> I mean, I had a team of doctors and here Karen work on my throat and my nerves. Oh my gosh. Like she would I, literally cancel plans because her face hurt. My face hurts. Like she had all these, these nerves nerve from stress. Karen, how many outbreaks have you had since you left the principalship? Just that one, that time we went to New York and I think it was the base at the Harry Styles concert that like triggered my girl. <laughs> but other than that, no, I haven't. So I do think that you have to listen to your body and your mental health. And uh -huh. I would assume that if you're listening now, and like, I'm not sure I would have, I'm not sure my body would have survived much longer. Right. But I would have kept doing it is what I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I knew I wanted to move into HR. And so I knew I wasn't going to take, I wasn't ready to look for some, until the right position came open at central right. office. Right. You weren't just trying to get anything and just nope. get out of the building. Or the profession. Yeah. The profession. No. no. Um, and I, but I also, I will say before we get to you, cause yours is a little different. Uh -huh. I reached the point too, where I had been at the same building as a principal for eight years. And I felt like I had given all my skill set could give. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in a like a like fishing for compliments way. I mean it as like a I think that every leader reaches a point where they have taken their staff really, really far, given a bunch to their team, and 
then realize fresh eyes, fresh voice, right. fresh perspectives could do better. And I think I had reached that. So at some point, if I hadn't found this job, I probably would have been looking just for the benefit of my team to, to get them someone fresh too. No, I think that's, I think that's really fair. And I think that's really poignant too. Cause I bet a lot of people don't think about it, about it like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I still don't know that I'm done with the principalship, um, because I still have an affinity for the role and I still really, really miss kids and teachers. Um, I knew though that I needed a change likely in district. Um, because I started to, I started to feel really stagnant. I felt almost worse my last year as a principal than I did my first year. Like I started questioning everything I was doing, even though like I knew it was right, but like I couldn't talk myself into being confident in any of my decisions. Yeah. And it was just this really weird, like backwards (laughs) progression. That's not the right way to say it, but regression. Weird. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's, maybe that's why I felt worse. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and so I, that was a, like a, just a weird headspace to be in. And so I knew I needed a change, um, and wasn't completely sure of what that looked like. And then also the timing of my decision made some of my opportunities less available. Yeah. I started to, I did start to feel, and I think COVID just blew everything quicker. Yeah. Is that the right one? Well, it, it, it just added everyone. Well, and again, JDR, like it's right. The, it's the freaking best. It's not a philosophy, but theory, whatever. Like COVID just added demand after demand after demand and stripped your resources. resources. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I felt like I couldn't get out of Groundhog's Day for a while. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what sparked me wanting to start thinking about leaving the role is that it felt like same problems, different day. No Mm -hmm. subs, kids with behaviors, (laughs) same problems. Different days and different players, but still. Yeah. And even when you start to try to put the systems in place to be proactive about those things. Then something new comes along and you lose <laughs> a system or that person quits. And then so I done. feel like basically we're like undoing all of the other pods we've ever talked about, right? Oh. Like here's all of our advice to be a good principal. Hey, it works <laughs> until you know that you aren't working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I think, yeah, it's definitely, um, it's nuanced and yes. it's personal. And um, I, I can tell you that I don't think I'd be as happy in my role. I miss kids a lot. Yeah. And I miss adults a lot. Like I miss I, the relationships in the community. Yeah. And I miss this, the connections I had with my staff and like the give and take and like the making fun of each other and like that, that vibe. Like we yeah. still have it. It's just different. And I miss the shared, like we still have a shared purpose at Central Office. It's just different. I miss the trauma bonding mainly. There's a lot of trauma bonding. <laughs> Oh, I miss that too. <laughs> Those moments with your counselor where you just make eyes like, is this my job? Is this what we're doing right now? Anyways, but I feel like I wouldn't be as happy because like I said earlier in the pod, I know kids in the district, so I still feel connected. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still feel like I have those relationships that help me feel like I am a part of a team. Yeah. It would be really hard. I don't know if I would love it as much right now if I moved to a totally different district in central office. Yeah. It'd be a lot harder. I can, yeah, I, I get that. And we'll talk more about that next week. So I think you just have to decide where your purpose comes. Yep. Is it from accomplishing tasks? Is it from the relationships? Is it from the impacts on the community? And really start to think about if 
you're not getting that that meaning in your current job as a principal. Is there another job out there um, that could could help you find that meaning more in your work? And that's what we talk about next week. Yep. And probably once again, if you're thinking about it, you might want to look into it more. You might want to look into it. I don't know if this pod helped anyone. It feels like it was long. Now we're, it was recording stopped a lot, but I feel like it was it was long. And yeah, did and, we ramble? Yep. And, and did we just talk bad about the profession? Well, we have another pod coming out about what's great about being a principal. But it's oh, a, we do? It's a few weeks away, yeah. I don't think we have that planned. Yep, we do. It's oh. on our thing. We delete it. So from the desk of the modern principal, um, this is actually from a really wise philosopher that I found on TikTok. Why did you say perhaps? Um, because you were trying to hide that it was his? I think so this again I can't remember the user that like the username or whoever this was but somebody saw a TikTok that Seth Rogen I think was talking was about Was it Jonah Hill? Oh, it was Jonah Hill cuz he has a new Netflix show. It was Jonah Hill's mm-hmm. therapist. That's okay. A great Netflix so show. I haven't watched the show so if I say this wrong I'm really sorry but this really really resonated with me mm-hmm. and I have it written in my planner and I think about it a lot. <laughs> but essentially Joe Jonah Hill's therapist, uh-huh. not Seth Rogan's, um, says that there are three things that you can expect out of life always. You're always going to have uncertainty. You're always going to have grief. And anything you do is always going to take lots and lots of work. Hmm. And I loved that part because I think the principalship, it feels like lots and lots of work. And I think when I thought about leaving the principalship, I thought it would be less work. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that is true. No. Um, and honestly, anything you do, whether it's home, work, professional, not, it all takes a lot, a lot of work. And yep. So you have to think about where do I want to spend that lot, a lot of work? Yep. What's the kind of work? Is that what you're meaning? Yeah. Like what kind of work do you want to spend a lot, yeah, a lot of time? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Okay. I understand. You Thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to check out The Modern Principle on Instagram, themodernprinciple.com. Do not forget to check out Just Right Reader and Peer Driven PD. Thanks for joining us. Bye.